Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Luxury Healing, baby. <laughs>
So during this time, every year I watch my teammates, my coworkers, um, at least three of them die every year. Not always elderly. Um, it could be anything. Um, I liken my job to Gotham City, but I do love my job. Um, I speak about my job on uh, the Johnny Vox for uh, Vox TV, which is on YouTube, on that documentary that's supposed to be coming out in two weeks. Um, And I've been preaching the gospel about holistic health and eating from the earth and eating better and treating each other better. And Elderberry Tincture, I've been literally smacking y'all in the face with this for more than a year now. Am I saying that elderberry tincture cures coronavirus or AIDS or anything else? No, but it does boost your immune system, especially those in our elderly community, which is why I force a lot of people, especially my loved ones, to take it. So we are in a place and we are in a time right now when I'm seeing a lot of people panic about things that they should have been prepared for. We have always, I don't know about you, but especially growing up poor in New York State, we have always been told to have not a bag but a pillow of rice, to always have beans, you know, guandule, frijole, whatever you're going to have, to always have a large container of peanut butter, eggs, bread. And if you don't have bread, do you have the flour, water, eggs, and everything to make it? I could literally survive off a biscuit and peanut butter and some clean water every day and be fine. My concern is making sure that my family is fed. So a lot of people are saying that I was completely insensitive about the coronavirus and the social distancing and things like that. This past week I'm getting into these little email battles from people that are my coworkers, and my my synopsis is this. Y'all are just now worried about working in a smoke facility. I've been worried since I started there. Um, Y'all are just now worried about a virus when we work around and come in contact with people that have HIV and AIDS every single day. Y'all are worried about this virus because the news told you to worry. But I'm not saying don't worry. I'm just saying it's just the lack of, you know, care about other issues that concern your health just astounds me. Y'all still smoke cigarettes knowing that you can get lung cancer. Y'all still have unprotected sex and eat ass of strangers in taxi cabs knowing that you can get HIV and AIDS from that. I've had interviews with people that have tested positive for HIV and are sick right now with AIDS and getting treatment all the time. This has been on the show already. Okay, y'all are literally, I had a girl tell me today, and I think this is why I'm a little aggy, and I like this girl. You know, she's beautiful. Um, She might be slightly younger than me, but, like, right now, especially, um, a lot of white people are worried. And I just feel like the black people that I know were more concerned of, if you're shutting down, are you going to pay me? And it, it just seems that the white people that I know were more concerned with, are we shutting down so I don't spread this and this, that. And the third, I'm like, but you're a prostitute. Like, outside of work, you're a goddamn prostitute. You sleep with people for money and sometimes not. It's unprotected and you're not worried. You don't even know who your children's father is, and we are worried about a virus that can be contained. No cure, but can be contained, okay? Y'all were not this worried when Ebola came. Y'all blamed it on the Africans. Y'all were not this worried when um, one of our coworkers got MRSA. In his face. So we have been known that this place is a dirty place. We have gotten food poisoning. And again, it sounds like I work in the Shawshank Redemption, but I don't. Okay? I work for Native Americans who are sovereign to New York State. 
which means that when you push them, they're going to freaking push back. You're not just going to go in there and tell them what they could do, but you know, especially with tobacco sales and now with cannabis, you know, on the docket to being legal in the next few years, you're not just going to push them around. And I like working for people like that because that means that not so much my job is secure, but but I'm good. Okay, y'all laugh at me for driving my old Jeep you know, which is eight years old, which I'm giving to my kid, oh, you must not be making no money because why wouldn't you buy a new car? Ma'am and sir, I don't want to buy a new car because we're in the end of days. And really what I drive is is no, not indicative of what I make. I'm good. So when y'all are out here bugging, I'm trying to get my establishment to stay open so that y'all can feed y'all kids. My kid good. When I was off on disability because I had cancerous tumors, which no, undoubtedly, came from the facility I work in, but this is the risk that I take. This is the paperwork that we sign. No different than your mill workers, no different than your steel workers, your your miners, people like that that worked in Pennsylvania that have, you know, gotten sick or fell ill doing their job, um, which is why I said, it's like I got, you know, maybe two or three more years here to preferably, and as soon as my son graduates, I said, I'm out of here. Not that I don't love my job. It's just that I have a greater calling than what I do right now. So I do that on the side. And I think I was really aggy today because y'all faith is being tested. Mine isn't. I've known, and the people that my constituents and the people that I'm around, this is not shocking to us. We come from a place where people take jobs from us. We come from a place where we don't have anything to eat or we don't have money to pay the rent or we don't have money to pay the bills. I I come from this. I come from opening the oven you know, to have to get heat in the house because a bill didn't get paid or it, it was neglected. I come from a place of boiling water. Y'all are buying up all the water. Y'all do know y'all can just go ahead and boil water, right? Like, I, I just, I can't. I lived in Florida. My son was born there. We have hurricanes. You fill the bathtub up. You pray for the best. There is, there, I have no place for fear in my life right now. The only fear that I have right now is success. I'm more afraid of being successful than I am of the coronavirus. I'm more afraid of someone loving me properly and fully and wholly and totally than I am of the coronavirus. So y'all create this imagery in your mind and scare yourself sick. And, you know, we're really about to see who was really about that life and who wasn't, who went out every week and spent, you know, $60 getting their nails done and doing all this other stuff. We're going to really see who likes their kids. We're going to really see who was feeding their kids. One thing about me, I feel bad for the moms who sent their kids to school to get the free breakfast and the lunch, you know, because their kids actually ate it. My nieces, they ain't going. Uh, my son, I've been feeding them. So this is just something that's kind of like I was already prepared for this because my kid doesn't go to school to eat a meal. He will, like if it's something that he likes. But for the most part, I still provide for my son to go to school and eat every day with what I purchase which is why I'd be so hurt, you know, if you're one of our close friends, to know that my son was packing the sandwiches of this, you know, artisanal meat and cheeses and and leaving them in his backpack and only eating the snacks. I was very hurt by that because I'm like, you know, that's, you know, $40 a week and just lunch stuff that I could have saved. A lot of y'all are about to get super humbled. You know, I tell a lot of you women a lot of times, you cute and all, but you, you wouldn't be so cute if you was humble enough to have to pay for your own food, okay? You wouldn't be so cute. I'm very thankful that, you know, I talk to y'all about my partner all the time and, you know, love him to death. But I actually had to thank him today for 
just basically putting me in a position in a partnership where I'm able to take care of my family. I'm able to make sure that him and his people are healthy and safe and and disease-free or not sick or, you know, perpetually getting sick and just being able to keep money in my pocket because I know that not so much just if I needed it because I don't. He just put me in a position to make more so I don't have to ask him for nothing, you know. I told him today, you know, that, my job closed down. He's like, wow, you know, whatever. You good? I was like, yeah, I'm good. I mean, we <laughs> we got everything we need here. And then here's the second portion of it, that y'all, when y'all are manifesting these things, I just kept seeing manifestation after manifestation of fear. The universe doesn't know the difference between fear and abundance. They, they don't, it doesn't know. So you keep saying, like, I hope they shut down, I hope they shut down, but y'all didn't think about how you was going to feed your kids. Now y'all concerned, well, they have to pay us unemployment. Nobody has to do anything. Me personally, I think we are in war times, and I'm saying this today on this date at this time. This ain't nothing about a virus. Our president pops off too much. He talks too damn much. He says too much. He's inappropriate. This is war. This ain't got nothing to do with no virus. People, Somebody telling you that they're going to instill martial law so you can't leave your house past 8 p.m., you know, shout out to, you know, the, the people in the healthcare industry. I've known for a very, very long time there are two jobs that will not get phased out during a recession, okay? That's the healthcare industry, and the other one is the job of addictions, prostitution, gambling, drugs. Those jobs will not be phased out. And, in fact, the latter is going to be a boom. There's going to be a boom in prostitution. There's going to be a boom in drug usage and sales. There's going to be a boom in gambling. You mark my words. You keep people in the house for 14 days with people that they don't genuinely like or love, it's a wrap. Child abuse about to go up because y'all thought it was okay to just send your kids to school so that the teacher got to deal with your kids. Y'all about to see exactly why your kids are failing, you are not participating, and why your teacher don't fuck with your kids. You about to see. You ain't got no angels. You know that. All that going up to school and stuff, no, you deal with them. Everyone that I just feel like everyone had gotten so comfortable in in their life that they forgot that tragedies can happen. These things can happen. You have to always I, listen. I've seen it happen. I, I, I've been through nine eleven. Went through that. Went through the AIDS epidemic. You know, watching people. You know, just be terrified, and that's why I go through long bouts of celibacy because I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm super good. Like you, you messed with that. Like you fucked her. Oh, nah, or you used to mess with him? Oh, nah, girl, give me my cup. You understand what I'm saying? We've also gone through some elections. We've also gone through, you know, the epidemic with Ebola and, and, and then the flu. Everyone's going crazy and doing all these things. We should have been taking the necessary precautions to keep. You should always be keeping your immune system high. You should always be trying to take from the earth and be as holistic as possible. Y'all laughed at me. What does elderberry tincture do? Some of y'all ain't had no grandmothers. If y'all don't know nothing about no garlic and elderberry, I, I don't know what to tell you. My elderberry tincture has been sold out the entire time of its existence. I have to make another batch right now. And 90% of the people that buy it are Caucasian. Okay? I have one lady, she bought 40 ounces, 8-ounce bottles. She bought and distributed them to her family for Christmas. Two hundred something dollars. She spent over two hundred something dollars. One thing about seven one six CBD dot com, we have not hiked our prices to reflect anything. I've given away just as much items as I've sold, and I'm that way with my books. 
Stay in Your Lane, The Diary of a Hot Mess, The Pookie Chronicles, Games by myself and uh, Saladin Kanala, Back from Broken by Ed Womack, Nightmares and Vultures by uh, Ariel Prima Rivera. All of these things, my son's book, um, Journey of a Kid, Trying to Be a King, all these things, Every everything that I sell, I give away just as much, and that's why I'm always going to be blessed. So it's kind of like I don't have, nor does my family, this underlying thing where we're just like, what are we going to do? We have been poor before, and this isn't even about being poor. We've gone without. When I had to have my surgery to get those tumors removed, I was off work. I think I was bringing in a couple hundred dollars a week. That's a huge pay cut for me. And at the time, I was very fortunate to be loved enough by somebody that made sure that my family had groceries. Could he have done more? Absolutely. But did he do the bare minimum? Absolutely. And I'm I'm forever grateful for that. But would my family have still eaten? Absolutely. I come in the house, I tell my family, we about to be tight. They understand. Ain't no, you know, my family, we, we don't eat out, which is why when you see on my on my page at miss.d.scott, you'll see us going to, you know, Gordon Ramsay's spot. And we, you know, we went to this uh, place called Gwen, this butchery over in uh in our West Hollywood, and we, we did all these things because my family does not eat out. We might get pizza and wings once a month because, I mean, look where we live, if that, or Chinese once a month, you know, if that. And that's it. We don't really do Burger King. Definitely nobody's eating McDonald's unless it's a French fry and there was extreme alcoholism involved. Um, we just don't do that. You know, I don't go out for drinks. I, I purchase my, my, my bottles by the gallon or by the case. And I sit in the home and I drink with my friends or, you know, just with my my family. So I already had my budget tight as hell, okay? No car payment, no mortgage, no nothing. Paid the taxes on the home. Everything is straight. So it's just kind of like I went today and made sure we had enough firewood just in case the electricity goes out because another eye-opener was last year. We lost power for I think it was like 32 hours. Um, and it was crazy because y'all know what I do, and I'm like, damn, I don't got no candles. And I was like, that'll never happen again. It's about 26 candles throughout this African-American home, this Latina home. And, um, you know, I, I vowed that we were going to make sure, like, I also was living dangerously riding through the winter without my car being winterized, meaning I didn't have my crackers, my snacks. I had a bottle of water in there, and I didn't have my blanket in there because I had cleaned my car out. So these are just necessary precautions that we take all the time anyway. So... I feel bad for the people that are going to have, excuse me, a hard time in transition having no income for 30 days. Because if y'all think that this thing is just going to last for two weeks, no, that's just the two weeks that they told you about. I don't think this has anything to do with contagion. And, yes, you know, please don't think that I don't think that the coronavirus isn't serious. I mean, I have a stepfather that is, is retirement age. I have a son that has a skin condition. Okay. But I've been protecting them from the inside out for years. Okay, for years. I, I don't. We don't eat pork in this home. We don't. You know. And y'all can say whatever y'all want to say. A lot of y'all went and bought up all the meat. That's so asinine to me because of the fact that if your freezer breaks, where are you going to put it? Okay. Um, it, or or if there's no electricity, how are you going to cook the meat? Now you just wasted it. You know the Native Americans lived off beans. Squash, and I believe it was um, grain, wheat, grain, something like that. And um, we need to be able to start doing the same. So it's not to say go fully back on a plant-based diet. It's just to say that uh, we we have been very privileged in this lifetime up to now to be able to say 
you know, we can have meat at every meal because a lot of us didn't have that. We had it growing up, but I remember being poor when I was living in Florida with my baby after my divorce, and I joke around a lot, and I say, you know, I was an involuntary vegetarian. I had already been a vegetarian prior, but during my pregnancy, I actually had to eat, like, some forms of meat because of my anemia. You know, the black circles under my eyes, which I'll see all the time, is a B12 and a vitamin D deficiency. So I think that we all need to use this time to heal. We need to use this time to clean our homes, to clean our thoughts, to clean our minds, to protect ourselves. You know, y'all talk a lot of trash for people that don't own weapons and and you want, you know, gun control and all these other things. What is going to stop someone from breaking in your house? Are you going to Lysol them to death? Are you going to throw toilet paper at them? We are people from this land. We are people that were born and raised a certain way. There should be nobody out there that doesn't know how to defend themselves. If you don't want to shoot a weapon, get yourself some bleach spray because if an assailant can't see, they can't fight. Put it in a spray bottle. Heavy bleach, too. Heavy. None of that Senate shit. Heavy bleach. More more than half the bottle full and then a spritz of water. Can't see, can't fight. Okay? Make sure you guys are tuning in for tomorrow for Tell the Truth Tuesday. You know, I got some truths this week. I got some things off my chest because I just feel... Um, I just feel very normal, y'all. Like this panic that y'all are going through, like it's almost like I prepared my whole life as a woman, as a matriarch, as a queen, as a goddess. I don't like to use the word goddess because I just use God. Um, To be able to take care of people or to be able to take care of my family and the people that I love and the people that are close to me, I think I just, this is what we're built for. And if you felt that you're built for anything less, you have to understand that fear has a frequency. And when you are functioning in that frequency, it gets sent out to the universe. So all your fears just became confirmed. Idris Elba just tested positive for coronavirus. Y'all can't even suck dick no more. All y'all NBA bops, it's almost like it's like a cleansing going on. I don't know about y'all, but I feel like it's like, you know, the people that have been living so dangerously and so frivolously, including our president, um, it's like we're being punished. Y'all are being punished. My family's not being punished because we've been doing what we're supposed to be doing, driving old cars, you know, not having mortgages, not doing this, not doing that. So when you tell me I can't go to work for two weeks, my first question isn't, you know, are you going to pay me? I'm like, oh, all right. You know, I get to be at home with my kid. I get to be at home with my family. I get to try to clean and finish this seventh book, Black Girl's Book of Shadows. And sometimes I think that that's what it needs. I think that life Everybody's life needed a recalibration. I think that we were on such the brink of just raggedy damnation and just people just out here living dangerously. You ain't going to go out and drink so much no more if you know that this is your last bits of dollars. You ain't going to go out and do them drugs that much because you know this is your last bits of dollars and you don't know when when things is going to get back to what they was. So I think this is just a, a sign for everybody needs to go sit their ass down right now. And so I want y'all to just... You know, please have protective sex, too, because don't nobody need all these damn babies coming up and 27 baby showers and everything else. But you know what? I think if we listen to the literature and we listen to the music and we listen to our ancestors, we should have known that something like this was coming, especially under this man's direction. So, guys, I'm going to leave you all with a little prince, and I want you to listen to these lyrics real quick. But God bless if you believe in that sort of thing. I believe all the guys are going to bless me. And stop feeding your fear. Fear has a frequency. It has no place in the universe. Oh, 
big disease with a little name. By chance, his girlfriend came across a needle and soon she did the same. At home, there were 17 year old boys and their idea fun. It's being in a gang called the Disciples High on Crack, toting a machine gun. us. Prince warned us. Stay safe. 